This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Matt Bovee from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. This NFL offseason, we can fit 25 hours in a day, and that's because of podcasts that make you more productive. When you're folding laundry, paying bills, making omelets, or any other task that you've got to get done, listen while you work. Do your chores and be entertained all at the same time. It's all about the bills, the news, insight, analysis, and of course, some jokes too, on demand, so it fits into your busy schedule. Follow the It's Always Game Day in Buffalo podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove. It's always game day in Buffalo. Bills beat the Lions on Thanksgiving. Walk-off field goal, essentially, by Tyler Bass. There was still two seconds left. But really, um, the defense here in this game kind of had to give the offense opportunities as the game was going on. They did let up a touchdown earlier in the half that they the Lions took the lead. Uh, but the Bills at times making big plays, including Ed Oliver, who was oh. absolutely incredible in this game. Yeah, I mean, the game ended the way it did. So it was kind of obvious that it was going to be Josh and Diggs and Bass sitting there getting a turkey leg yeah, and getting yeah, all the yeah. pomp and circumstance. Ed Oliver was the Bills' best player for basically 59 minutes of the game yesterday until that final drive when Allen and Diggs connected. Ed Oliver played his best game as a Bill. One of his, well, actually, maybe maybe it's not the best game, but it's one of his best games. He made several game-changing plays. He had, it was just, with Von Miller leaving, and we'll talk about that, Ed Oliver and also Boogie Basham really stepped up. Ed Oliver was their best player on defense yesterday. A lot of times it's Matt Milano. Sometimes it's Jordan Poyer. Those guys were fine yesterday. They played good games, but they really needed somebody other than their big guys to kind of splash onto the scene, and Ed Oliver did. He was awesome yesterday. Um, what wasn't awesome were a couple of things. The Von Miller injury, which well, let's, let's touch on in a second, the secondary play and the corner play, especially I think Dane Jackson, who was beaten quite a bit. Yeah. They have had issues with other teams. Number one receivers lately, Matt, that's yes. a concern. Yes. Um, uh, I'm on St. Brown was very good. Had a really nice day against them. Justin Jefferson, of course, just doing Justin Jefferson things. He's incredible by the way. Uh, the week before that they've had issues with teams, number one receivers. Now, I will say part of it is, the Bills are blitzing more than I've ever seen, really, under Leslie Frazier. They're leaving those guys out on islands a little bit more often, but they're also not making the plays. And by the way, Amari Cooper was the other one in yeah. the last few weeks, but they're, they're not making enough plays, and that's becoming a bit concerning. 
it's becoming very concerning. I think the Lions game plan, they converted a lot of third and longs yesterday. I honestly think the Lions game plan was drop back and look for number 30 and attack. And a lot of times it worked. I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown, I believe had his most receiving yards ever. And that's, he's a good player. He's a really good player, but that's not a stat that you love to see against right now. Your number one core. Say, I'll take over my microphone disconnected. No, you're good. You're good. You got it. Did it come back? Okay. So that's not a stat that you want to see against somebody on your defense. We did see Trey white for two possessions at the start of the game. I asked McDermott after he said that was the plan, but now it's time to ramp him up more. So this might be a moot point down the road. If Dane Jackson is on the field, because then he's going to be getting the secondary targets. And I think that's a role that obviously fits his skill set better. But Sal, I ask you this, if I'm the bills and I know they really like their rotations, I think I would be using Trey white and Christian Benford more than I would be using Dane Jackson. And then I would have Elam and Jackson kind of sprinkled into the mix because I've been impressed with Benford. I don't think he gets beat nearly as much as Jackson has been getting beat. Yeah. Jackson has struggled. I agree with that. Um, Tredavious white did play, but weirdly only played two series and then didn't come in the game. And I checked just to make sure there was no injury designation. He did not get re-injured or anything like that. He just didn't play. Right. Mm So what do we read into this? Do we know? And by the way, you were in with uh, McDermott in the post-game press conference. I, I I was not into that. I go into the locker room to talk to people while we're carrying that. Um, I'm not sure what exactly what he said. So here, I'll think. So I'll tell you, Yeah. So basically what happened was I asked Sean, I was like, did something happen to Trey or was this always part of the plan? And he said, this was the plan. He essentially said that Trey was on a pitch count and he was like, he was going to play this many plays and then he wasn't going to get back in the game. And then now is the time to start to ramp up that workload even more. Somebody made the comparison on social media. And I think it's a good one. I almost feel like they treated this like a preseason game for Trey white. Like no matter what happened in the actual game, he was getting a couple possessions. And then after that, It was going to be like, just sit on the sideline. Now that was frustrating to watch from our perspective and probably from fans perspective. Cause you're like, Oh my God, you guys are getting beat constantly put Trey white back on the field. But I think they were dead set on like, regardless of what's happening in this game, we are going to let Trey play his two possessions. And then he's going to sit there. And then maybe next week against the Patriots, he plays four possessions or five. And then after that, they can really start to kind of ramp him up. So I think this was their way of getting his feet wet. Yeah, no, I think that's very fair. All right. We have to talk about the Von Miller injury. Um, As of the time that Matt and I are recording this on black Friday morning, if you will, um, we do not have the information yet on Von Miller. Hopefully the team will have more information later. Here's what we do know. Von Miller was injured during the game, a knee injury that was confirmed. It was a knee injury. He was carted into the locker room. He was immediately declared out, which is never a good sign. After the game, as I was walking into the locker room to interview players, I saw Von Miller walking out with a noticeable limp mat, but no crutches, no other assistance, no braces, anything like that. It should be noted, you can walk on an ACL injury. I understand that. There are people on Twitter, like Pro Football Doc, who people follow, maybe David Chow, him and his team have put out there, they believe it's an ACL injury. However, Ian Rappaport has said initial diagnosis is a knee sprain. He will have an MRI. He will have more tests. No one is ruling out a more significant injury. Where does that leave us? I think a lot of hope 
for positivity, a lot of wondering, but no doubt a significant injury in some way for Von Miller that would mean at least missing time. We just hope it means he doesn't miss the rest of the season. Yes, for Von Miller, I think, and I also want to point, Chris Fowler from ESPN also put out a similar report to Ian Rappaport. So I think that was another promising sign because now you're getting it from multiple outlets. You're not just getting it from NFL Network. You're getting it from ESPN and NFL Network that both of those outlets are reporting. That Chris Fowler, the, the college guy? The, or the no, college uh, no, Jeremy Fowler. Jeremy Fowler. I just want to make sure I'm like, wow, Chris Fowler getting in the NFL. No, Jeremy Fowler. Sorry. So I do think that it matters that we're getting it now from multiple different outlets because that feels like, okay, it's not maybe not that I'm not trusting any one outlet or anything like that, but just when you see it out there multiple times that the bills feel like they escaped to the worst outcome. And even though you can walk with an ACL injury, I don't think that NFL doctors and NFL training staffs would just let their players kind of walk out of the locker room. If it was even uh that's what I'm thinking. You know what I like you would like, just like, do it as do a you remember, let me ask you this. Okay, so last year Tredavious White obviously tore his ACL on Thanksgiving, right? Which yes. bizarrely, you know, hopefully it's not the same case. He did walk off the field, but I don't remember seeing him after the game. Did he have crutches or not? I don't even know if we we saw him at all, no. to be honest with you. No, I don't think we did. I think okay. that he was basically isolated wherever he was. And then he probably got onto the plane. So we don't know if he was doing whatever, but I mean, even right. yesterday there was a picture out there. Deion Dawkins was in a walking boot and he was injured. So like, if they're taking the precaution with Deion Dawkins, we saw the same thing with Josh Allen after he hurt himself against Tampa last year. And he came out of the game, he was in a walking boot and then he ended up playing the next week. They will always be overcautious with their players. These people that they pay millions and millions and millions of dollars. They want them to be as healthy and perform the best possible way. So I think if there was a need for the precaution, they would take that precaution. So I think that that's a little bit of a positive sign. I think the reports from ESPN and NFL network are also a positive sign. Uh, I also think too, and, and this is weird to say, but the mood of the team yesterday was also a positive sign because I when you. I, because when I think back to last year's game against the Saints, they won and they won a route, and it was a very deflated, just mm-hmm. almost like sad team after. Because I think they all knew great point that Trey was done. And yesterday, I mean, the Bills posted the video, they're screaming in the locker room, they're celebrating. And I'm not saying they wouldn't do that if Von Miller didn't get injured, but maybe they know that, okay just go sit for three weeks and be back for the playoffs, get back at the end of the year, just so you get a couple games back and then whatever. That's the best case scenario. If the bills can't survive the next couple weeks without Von Miller, they're not good enough to win a super bowl. They're not good enough to be the team that we thought they could be. So at this point against, yeah, especially against team, a team like the new England Patriots, it doesn't have a world beating passing attack. I mean, they can throw the ball a little bit, right? But a team like that. And then what the jets the following week, right? I mean, it's yeah. the jets and, and no disrespect, they did beat the bills, but those are two games that you should be able to get by without your top pass rusher. If he has to miss a little bit of time, you just hope it doesn't go longer than that. And of course the doomsday scenario would yes. be that it is an ACL injury and, and he's out and, and, and has to, you know, rehab. And, you know, then you wonder what next year looks like, yeah. for Von Miller. by the way, Jeremy Fowler, let me just give the tweet to everybody. What he wrote, uh, this was la- at 3.20 p.m. on Thanksgiving after it all happened. He said, source on Von Miller's knee, cautiously optimistic. He avoided major damage in the Lions game, but Monday's test will reveal extent. I think he meant to say Friday's test. Yeah, probably. 
Well, we did see, I, I think I saw a couple of our colleagues. He went into the x-ray room. He was getting right. checked out. He was getting the, all that stuff at the stadium. So I would bet, I would venture to guess that they know kind of like a baseline of, yeah. okay, this is what happened. And then they will do further tests when they're back in Buffalo, which now they are to kind of confirm those thoughts, make sure that everything is kind of what they feel like it is. It's different though. With a knee injury, I think a knee injury is a far more common test and a far quicker result than like a UCL injury when we were talking about Josh Allen. I mean, it feels like even who's a good example of, okay, Brees Hall, Brees Hall hurts it. What's he? I think he tears his ACL in the middle of a game. And then they come out there and they're like, yeah, it doesn't look good. Like right. Least, right. Everybody kind of knew right away. Right. But yeah, I, I know. But if, yeah, you're right. Uh, you never know with MCLs, PCLs, ACLs, uh-huh. all those kinds of things where, you know, what's going on there. But obviously we're all hoping for the best. And as soon as we know, and by the yeah, time absolutely. people listen to this, you know, we, people will basically, we might know. know. Yeah. We might know more. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out and we'll find out. All right. Let's, uh, let's get some questions. 